lost 24-0. We're going to go over two reasons why they lost, and then there are a bunch of sub-reasons why they lost. And we're going to go over a couple of reasons why there might be a change in the coaching position sooner rather than later. Frank Reich broke two rules you cannot break as a head coach. DeForest Buckner has shown himself to be a much more effective analyst of professional football than he is a player of it. Yesterday, virtually invisible as a defensive tackle for the Colts. $21 million a year. You got to get better than invisible against somebody like the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Matt Ryan has got to improve. Look, you know what? 0-1-1 is not the end of the world. But 0-1-1 against the Texans and the Jaguars, when you've got the Chiefs and the Titans coming up, that's pretty damn close to the end of the world. We're going to talk a lot about this Colts game. This is Breakfast with Kent. We're also going to talk about the Hoosiers, who are 3-0. and If that 3-0 and inspires you to believe that they might finish a season 3-0, and I, you know what? I'm not going to dissuade you. I can't be negative about everything, and I'm sure as hell not going to be negative about the, the Hoosiers being 3-0. and Tom Allen, God bless him. Celebrate your ass off. Is the end coming to this undefeated season? It could be. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the future. We're going to enjoy what is right now for Indiana fans. All right, like I said, Breakfast with Kent for Monday, September 19th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Look, BUSR gives you an opportunity to exercise your football knowledge and make a little bit of money because of your football knowledge. It gives you some more fun to have a game like last night, by the way, the Packers and the Bears, 27-10, the, I think, 24-10 maybe, the uh, Packers wound up winning at any rate because the Bears' offense basically inert. Um, but BOSR.com backslash Kent, you deposit 1000 bucks up to 1000 bucks the first deposit, you get $1,000 in free play. How about them apples? Plus, if you deposit 100 or more, you get 25 bucks in free casino chips. All right, we have reloaded the prize egg. This Friday, we're going to give away what's in this egg. All right? You have to subscribe. You have to be a subscriber to win. And you have to like a video this week. In fact, I think you should like them all. But you don't necessarily have to. You just have to like once to have one entry into the contest. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about this Colts game, shall we? And about Frank Reich. Here's what Frank Reich had to say after the game. I, I only mentioned this quote because he uses a word that was entirely appropriate. We'll take our medicine over the pathetic performance today, coaches and players. Okay, pathetic. He used pathetic a couple of times yesterday in the post-game press conference. I applaud his vocabulary in this interest, in this uh, instance. Here is another quote from Frank Ryan, and this is a problem for me. We've got the guys, the players and coaches to do it. I know that doesn't play in the outside world, and I'm fine with that. We'll take our medicine. I'll take my medicine, and we'll just keep doing what we do. If you continue to do what you do and you expect a different result, you're either an idiot or you're insane. That's a problem 
for a football coach in the NFL. To continue to slog through the last two games of the 2021 season and the first two games of the 2022 season and see the same level of effort, which is really defined by a lack of effort and a lack of execution, and say, we're just going to keep doing what we do. This is what we do. I have nothing but confidence. We got the guys to do it. That doesn't play in the outside world. I love the way football teams and football coaches believe that they see things that no one else could possibly see. And because of that, they're going to be just fine. Anybody who looks at what happened yesterday and thinks, okay, the answer to this is to continue to do what we have done to get a different result is crazy. It doesn't make sense. There have been other years. There was the one in five start year. That was in 2018. One in four last year where they rebounded. This does not look like a team that's on the verge of any kind of rebound. Frank Reich said that this team is close. This team is not far away. No, this team is miles away. The, the distance this team is from being competitive against any NFL competition is not measured in inches or feet or yards or even miles. It's measured in parsecs. That's how far the Colts are from being competitive in the National Football League. We got the guys to do it. You don't. You've just paid the guys like they're the guys to do it. There's a difference between those two things. Here's rule one of being a coach and maintaining your job. You got to outcoach your fans. And you can't try to sell the, the fans a bill of goods, right? You can't say, look, whoa, are we close? I'm telling you, buy tickets this Sunday. You're going to see a team that's really, really close to the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to be competitive. Maybe they will be but they're going to have to do different things in order to be competitive against the Chiefs. You cannot do the same thing. All right, that's rule one of coaching. Rule two of coaching uh, is, is so... Uh, it, if you refuse to acknowledge what is obvious to others, uh, what is obvious better be wrong, Right? And here's what I'm talking about. This doesn't have to do with Frank Reich, except in his use of analytics, which is entirely, his trust in analytics is misplaced, again, by parsecs. Because the data set is too small. It's too limited to draw meaningful results from it. All right? And you're dealing with too many variables because you've got 11 on 11, and all 11 are in different places in their heads and their bodies, and the other 11, they are two. So, but analytics had nothing to do with yesterday. We don't need to worry about analytics at this point. You know what I mean? You lose to the Jaguars 24 nothing. It ain't analytics that gets you beat. It's not going for it fourth and goal on the two like got you beat against the Texans. That's not what happened. However, this rule, the one about doing what is obvious, that... That rule is about Chris Ballard. And that rule, here's what was obvious. Left tackle is a problem. That problem, they said, was going to be solved by a combination of Matt Pryor and Bernard Ryman. We found out two things yesterday. Bernard Ryman moves his feet really well, but he's not big enough and strong enough to keep a bull rush from getting to Matt Ryan. 
Matt Pryor, conversely, is big enough and can keep a bull rush at bay, but he can't move his feet well enough to keep an edge rush from beating him. Sadly, you can't meld together those two guys and their attributes and get one really good left tackle. You got to rely on one guy or another to do the job, or you got to have a tight end over there who's also going to block. That's, that's problematic. You knew that left tackle was going to be an issue. You knew also that wide receiver was going to be an issue. And again, and again, and again, and again. Chris Ballard stood in front of the, really sad, in front of the media and said, this wide receiver room we feel good about. And he scoffed at Kevin Bowen when Kevin suggested maybe it wasn't. Kevin Bowen knows things. There are people in the Colts media room who aren't very aggressive and don't hold people accountable too much, but Kevin Bowen's not among them. Kevin Bowen will ask difficult questions, and he did in talking to and asking questions of Chris Ballard. And Chris Ballard was utterly dismissive. Who'd you have yesterday as a weapon? Paris Campbell, Mike Strawn, and Des Patman. Okay? Those guys, you know what they were yesterday? They were targeted 11 times, and they had combined uh, three catches for 47 yards. That's the back end of the room, wide receivers. And Paris Campbell belongs in the back end of the room. Two targets yesterday, donut catches, when Pittman and Pierce are out. And the penalty, what in the sweet hell are you doing? The penalties for this team were awful. Braden Smith lining up too far off the ball. Paris Campbell with that pick that wasn't even a pick. It was just a straight smack. You can't have that. And Mike Strawn, I think, lined up on the wrong side of the line of scrimmage. He had no receivers on the left side of the line. And so it was an illegal formation. You can't have that. For the love of God, you've got to be able to execute better net. What is the matter with Braden Smith? Look, I get that he gets beat every once in a while, but last week he jumped. Yesterday, he lined up illegally. What are you doing? Where is the detail orientation of this team? Where is the level of execution that is of the non-embarrassing type? Good questions. I ask good questions. Rodrigo Blankenship, hey, guess what? He wasn't the answer. Firing him... That didn't make the Colts better yesterday, did it? But I told you last week, Rodrigo Blankenship, an absolute scapegoat for what happened in, in Houston. You might need to fire him, but he wasn't the cause of the problems in Houston. Um, good thing. Ashton Doolin, all right? Doolin, five catches, 79 yards. Had a good day. Matt Ryan, a QBR of 6.3. What? Uh, five sacks of Matt Ryan, not all his fault, zero sacks against the Jaguars. The commanders pressured Trevor Lawrence a lot. Yesterday, the Colts hit him two times and sacked him nuns. Uh 54 yards rushing for the Colts. Terrible. Chiefs this Sunday. All right. Oh, here's what DeForest Buckner said. DeForest Buckner, right. Look, last time... It, it, the Colts lost to the Jaguars. Um, DeForest Buckner said, we got our ass whooped. Yesterday, very similar, he said, 
This shit was embarrassing. We, we got our ass whooped. Again. And then he said, you know, we, we got to, like, get back together and, and get out there and compete. Yeah. Where's that been? How about competing? You don't choose your result. Sadly, you can't choose your result, but you can choose your level of effort. Always, always, always. You can choose what you give, right? The level with, with which you compete. The Colts did not compete yesterday. We can see that. We look at it and we say, what the hell is going on with this team? And we're right to. And Frank Reich, we got the right guys. All right, you run that up a flagpole and see who salutes this Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium. Colts come out flat like they have the last two weeks. There's going to be hell to pay. It is going to get loud at Lucas Oil Stadium. Like I said, Chiefs this Sunday, good heavens. All right, we'll see what happens. Indiana? Oh, by the way, before we get to IU, last night Sammy Watkins was pretty good for the Packers. Three catches, 93 yards. He was a free agent in the offseason. Christian Kirk, we saw him close up. Yesterday for the Jaguars, six catches, 78 yards, two touchdowns. He was a free agent last offseason. How about Allen Robinson for the Rams? He was a free agent after leaving the Bears. He had four catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. A lot of free agents out there last offseason. The Colts said, nah, we're good. We got what we need. We're going to pay our left guard $20 million a year for the next four years, uh, we don't need any of these weapons. Weapons are overrated. If you've got a good offensive line and a good defensive line, you really don't need much else. <laughs> Chris Ballard. What a comedian. All right, Indiana found a way to win against Western Kentucky 33-30 in overtime. They got Cincinnati at Cincinnati this Saturday, 3.30 on ESPN2. Cincinnati's 2-1. and one. They lost their homo or their opener at Arkansas by 7. Ben Bryant, really good, has completed 70% of his passes. Two picks, but seven touchdown passes. Uh, wide receiver Tyler Scott, pretty damn good too. Indiana's going to have its work cut out for it this weekend. But hey, they're 3-0. and oh. Maybe they've learned how to win while playing... Really, what a lot of people would describe as mediocre football. We'll see. High school football, this is embarrassing. This is terrible. Purdue Poly taking on Crispus Attics. One official showed up and the game had to be canceled. What the hell are we doing? Look, I blame parents like I blame them for a lot of stuff. Stop haranguing the refs. They don't get paid a lot of money. They do their absolute best. Don't make it miserable for them or they are not going to show up and you're gonna have you're gonna have like no contests like what happened with Purdue Poly and and Christmas Addicts. Just absolutely terrible. Uh, I feel so bad for those kids. Ready to play, let's go. People in the stands, and one official shows up. What are we doing? Don't make it miserable, like I said. All right, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Danny O'Connor and Bedell, Jennifer Darling, Tom Earhart, my grandmother. May May, she would have celebrated a birthday today. Happy birthday to her. On the day that Queen Elizabeth II is being uh, celebrated and interred. Again, the prize egg last week contained a Miles Turner autographed jersey that we gave away to Sean. This week, all you got to do is subscribe and like 
and you're entered to win what is in this bad boy right here, the giant prize egg. All right, have a great day. Inside Indiana Sports coming up this afternoon. Can't wait to talk to you about what is going on with the Colts because it's a shame. They've got the guys. They got the guys. We, we can do it. Sure, we've sucked for three or seven out of, out of eight quarters. Yeah, it was the kicker. That's what killed us, the kicker.